And this is Sam. And this is a Taste of Reality podcast. Samantha, how has your Pride Month been going? It's been amazing. Uh, Pride in Chicago is awesome. We don't do it here, I guess, until like August? Well, I think it's because, yeah, I know Austin, Pride Month is June, but I know that Austin does it at a different time. I don't know why that is. I don't know why it is either, because it gets freakishly more hot in August than it is now. I know, it's like, it's, you're more likely to pass out from heat stroke in August than in June. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's real. It's real. And I'm out there walking dogs every day, which has been, um, oh. not the most fun. It's like, oh. still have the best job in the world, but yeah, it's just like worrying about them and if they're gonna have heat stroke. I'm like, making sure their little paws aren't getting burned. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my clients bought her dog's actual shoes. And that has been a journey. Because they flop around, right? No, they don't even know how to. It's like they do the thing where they lift their legs up. They look like they're walking like a horse. (laughs) Uh, It's just not working. It's not working very well. So it's been nice. It rained this week. So I'm sure this is entertaining to so many people right now. Do you you want to start with your people, place, and thing, or you want me to start? Yeah, I got it. I'm so I'm on it. So my you're ready. My person is Landon because he's out of town this whole week. He's been out of town for a week. He comes back tonight at like 10.45 p.m. Okay. Um, and someone asked me today, they were like, are you sad that he's gone? And I was like, you know what? Like, I love it when he's here. And I also love my time. So it's all it's all delicious. And they were like, that's the healthiest thing I've ever heard someone say about a relationship. And I was like, oh, thanks. That's exactly alone time does wonders too for a relationship as much as together time together. does. Exactly. I'm like I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it all. Um, I love it all. I love when you're here. I love when you're not. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's um, great. My place is okay. It's gonna sound. Allie's gonna give me such a hard time. Summer in Chicago because it is so rough in the winter. You guys, you don't even know. Y'all don't even know. Y'all and don't then even know. this summertime is like this endless feeling of joy and summer vacation. Like as an adult, I haven't felt like I was on summer vacation, even though like since I was literally in school, I have still have a full-time job and then I have a part-time job. I still feel like I'm on summer, I'm on summer break because the weather and everyone's outside. We have beaches. What is the we weather like? Oh my gosh. It's been a delicious. The temperature. 80... Delicious. Guys. A delicious 80 degrees, sunny, but we, we're on Lake Michigan, so we get a cool breeze. So those uh. of you with asthma or allergies, imagine just a constant, like the humidity, if you live in a humid place, the constant cool breeze <sighs> just clearing out any gross air. You just have the freshest air off the lake, the coolest, fresh, the freshest air. Yeah. I don't so even want to record the rest of this podcast with you. I'm upset and I'm angry and But you I'm guys, just... but you weren't here for winter. But Samantha... I mean, I get it. I know. It's hard to get around. But I love when someone's like, oh, you can't leave the house. It's The weather isn't isn't good enough. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Good night. Good night. <laughs> good night. It is kind of fun. And you get into these, yeah, no, winter has its own perks. But it's just beautiful and delicious and wonderful. And then my thing would have to be. All of the food I've been craving but have been too lazy to buy. All right. Which I've ones just, are those? I want banh mi, which is a Vietnamese street sandwich. I want mac and cheese. I want any kind of Korean food stat. 
I want cream um, food. Korean food. I love Korean food. Oh, Korean food. I thought you said cream food, and I was like, okay, so like ice cream. I don't know why you would call it cream food, but. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm all for creating a more creative way to talk about food. That's how that's how a, a confused toddler or confused drunk or high person talks about yeah. food. the cream food. Um, I just with landing gone, my schedule is completely wonky, which is like fun but also annoying. And so I've just mm-hmm. been having the same soup. Like I made a big vat of soup, that vat of soup, and it's delicious and it's healthy and it's vegan. But I've just been having the same. I've been having soup for every meal. For the past oh, five days. Samantha. Yeah. No. No one needs soup five days in a row. I made I just guys, had chewies the second day in a row uh, and I feel terrible. I had it's healthy though. That's been dope, so it's healthy. I made that mm. and I made a big thing of cookie dough. So I've been having like a cookie <laughs> and soup. A cookie and soup. Like that's every day. Goddamn goddamn balance is what that's called. Like it's All part been, of your balanced diet. Yeah, no, it's been, like, I'm, like, ready for some variety. I'm going to go, after we record this, I'm going to go to the grocery store and get me all of those things I said I wanted. Did you say you're ready for sobriety? Mm-mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. I was like, sobriety from this soup? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Lord. Okay. My person, place, and thing is, so my person is my Nana, which she was definitely my person, like, last week or the weekend before. But she is 95 years old. She was rushed into the hospital. We did not think she was going to make it. She had a leak in her colon, so they had to do surgery. And I honestly, I was like, I don't know how a 95-year-old like makes it out of surgery. I just don't know how that's possible. But she did. And she, of course, was like hilarious in the hospital room saying things like, she was like, lock the back door. And I was like, Nana, we're on the third floor in a hospital. There's no back door. And then she kept being like, be careful out there. And I was like, I'm the most careful person ever. I have the most anxiety. It's just like nonstop. And then my cousin called me. And when she was there, like in Nana's sleep, she was like, wash your hands. <laughs> like. She just tells us that all the time. And then, you know, she's just, like, asking everyone how they're doing, like, the nurses and stuff. And I just don't understand. She was like, do you need any money, honey? And I was like, no, Nana, I'm fine. Let's just worry about you right now. It was something else. Do you (laughs) need any money, honey? Oh, my God. Do you need any money? I'm like, Nana, no. And then we were listening to an audiobook. We were listening to Catherine's audiobook. And... She was like, you should ask that nurse if he wants to come listen. I was like, I think he's a little bit busy, but I will ask him when he comes back in. Anyway, she is hilarious on morphine, and she's doing well, and I am so happy. Because I got into the hospital 30 minutes after she went into surgery, so I was like, I'm not going to see her. and It was a whole thing, but it was turned out to be A-OK, and... Yeah, she's recovering. My place is a place here in Austin that's called Citizens Eatery. And it is one of the best food experiences I've ever had in my entire life. I never went there. Is that new? Oh, it's new and it's up north. And I'm really sad. Oh, that's far for you. 
yeah, but Catherine lives up there. So we went because she lives up there, but now she's moving south. And now I'm just like, but I found my favorite restaurant and it's so far away. (laughs) But the chef came out and he was asking, like, I was like, that's the best ketchup I've ever had in my entire life. And they make it with apple cider vinegar. And it was, I mean, just everything was superb. And we were telling him, we we're like, we're coming back. This is like so incredible. And he was like, oh, I got a treat for y'all. And then brings out chocolate avocado mousse. So it's Ooh. like a vegan mousse with uh, coconut whipped cream. It was awesome the aftertaste was a little avocado-y but i liked it it was really good it was unexpectedly good was this a vegetarian spot it is i fucking I, love austin for their vegetarian vegan options it's incredible it is incredible so that's my place and my thing is the tv show are you afraid of the dark <laughs> and legends of the hidden temple I need to know your experiences with these two shows. Do you remember these shows? I have no memory of them. I've heard of them, but I don't have any memory of them. What? Do you not remember? Like, are you? did you ever watch Nick growing up? Oh, yeah. So it's like, are you afraid of the dark? It starts off like a swing swinging. It's like, and then they like sit around a campfire and then they tell a story, but it goes, it cuts to like actors doing the story. We watched one with baby Ryan Gosling in it called say cheese and die and it was it was a, a beautiful night we watched that we watched goosebumps um no that was definitely a goosebumps episode that i just talked about and yeah we watched legends of the hidden temple how do you not remember that one it's like each team wears different colors there's like a big like obstacle course at the end there's like trivia there's the Golden Panther. No? None of it? No, not really, no. Assemble never, the Silver Monkey? I only <laughs> stayed away from scary things, even on Nick. Like, I didn't watch Courage of Cowardly Dog. I didn't want to watch any of that stuff. Courage Casper the was Friendly a Ghost. fucked up show. Watch that. Watch The Brilliant Teenage Witch, but that stuff's not scary. No. So. Yeah, but Courage the Cowardly Dog was is legitimately frightening. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Like it, it, And I think it's what fucked me up and why I like have a really hard time watching cartoons now. I never watched but, it. I'm so glad. I'm so, so glad I never watched it. No, it was really, it was really not, it was really not a cool show. Just the animation was so creepy. Like It was gross. It was gross. It was gross. Ugh. Anyway, that show still um, haunts me a little bit. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that's my person, place, and thing. How do you feel about some food news? Let's do some food news, for sure. Okay. So, in food news, there was a big auction put on by Frito-Lay, who owns Doritos. And they auctioned off a giant... Dorito, I would say maybe a thousand percent bigger than (laughs) a regular Dorito. It is humongous, and they auctioned it off, somehow promoting Jurassic World, which I don't really understand how that's 
correlated or connected at all. But yeah, I think someone spent like thousands of dollars on it. Just a large, large Dorito. I, it went to charity, okay? I mean, so I get it. I kind of get it. But what are you... Do you just... Do you save... Would you save the Dorito, Samantha? Would you eat the Dorito? What would you do? I'm not a huge Dorito fan. I would probably have a party and, like, have... Like, like take your own butter knife and try to break the Dorito and take your own. Do you know what I mean? I like, like that's, that. That's what I would do. And I would probably do it outside, so that way I'm not responsible for the crumbs. Is that bad? That's probably what I would do. No, I what I would do is, like, pass it around, and no one can cut it off, but they have to just eat a bite out of it. It's sort of like a communion situation. So you're talking about, like, blood, blood brothers, but Dorito brothers. Oh, yeah, you don't know what communion is. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, a Dorito communion, uh... So, do you know what communion is? Like, the, the what happens? The wafers, right? There are wafers involved, yes. And then it's like, take of this, the body of Christ. Take of this, the blood of Christ. So, I think people believe that when it's blessed, it actually becomes the body and blood of Christ. Know it for it sure, yeah. A very, it was always a very confusing concept for me. But I will tell you, we got that H-E-B loaf. At our church, you know what I'm talking about? When they make that fresh bread? It's right there by yes. checkout? Yes, uh-huh. I know. So they would crack that bread. Oh, and then yeah. get some really good grape juice. And then you would dip that bread in the grape juice. I'm telling you, it, it was a it was a treat. I remember trying to uh, uh, reenact it at home. Yeah, I think my parents were like, I think she's dealing with some religious shit that she needs to get through. And let's be honest, they are not wrong. But, yeah, so, I don't know. I would say a Dorito communion would be the best. Best way to deal like, with take it. Of, take of this, my body, and then, like, some Mountain Dew. Because I feel like if you're eating Doritos, you're also the people who drink Mountain Dew, right? Yeah, I don't like Mountain Dew. I never liked it. Well, it's probably a good thing we didn't. Because if you look up, go on the internet, I'll wait. Do you have your phone next to you? Yeah. Obviously, because we're talking on the fucking phone. All right. Hold Allie. on. No. I-, I have my computer. I have my computer. So you want me to look up Mountain Dew? No. I need you to look up Mountain Dew mouth. Mountain it's Dew. It's worse than meth. People who <gasps> do meth. Oh, my God. Google just gave it. Ew! Ah! Oh! oh! Is that not traumatizing? Oh! Oh, my gosh. What does Mountain Dew do to your body? Some men experience infertility because of low sperm count. What? Yeah. Keep reading. Yep. I need to know more. That's that. That's what Google told me. Um, I oh. just the, people's mouths are like rotting. Like it's worse than people who do meth. Like teeth wise. Why is Mountain Dew so bad for you? The sugar, like the amount of sugar that's in there. I think, and like there must be something different because I feel like people who have like coke addictions too, like. Not Coke, the drug, but Coke, like, the drink, which for a while I was borderline. Jeez, I love a good Coke. I really do. With some Mexican food? Are you kidding me? Get out. Listeners at home, go look up Mountain Dew Mouth and then don't be mad at me. There's a beef with Mountain Dew, dental health concerns. Oh, Mountain Dew was invented in Tennessee. That makes sense. Central Appalachia. (laughs) 
where there's not great teeth already. An area already known for horrendous dental issues, as this article says. Oh, Jesus. Um, It's super aesthetic. Like, anything, so on the pH scale, um, water is neutral, and it's a 7. Anything less than a 7 is considered acidic. Mountain Dew is a a 3.2. So it's super, super aesthetic, and can dissolve the enamel on your teeth. Um, Infertility Uh. and hormone disruption, um, the plastic lining, um, the toxins within uh, the actual drink itself. Uh. Um, there's no there's nothing in it that's going to make you get more energy um blood sugar issues diabetes obesity skin problems muscle problems memory oh. loss memory jesus. loss jesus mountain dew what okay well there you go guys thyroid nice. burnout thyroid burnout oh. Yeah, it burns out like because your thyroid it'll your your thyroid will um, be burnt out from having to deal with all the sugar intake. Um, also, um, it can dissolve a mouse. Uh, just that phrase, dissolve a mouth. Yes. No. No. It can no. Dissolve a mouse. So it imagine really, that's what it is. Like you look at that pictures of Mountain Dew mouth, and it. It's it's what it is. It's just like dissolving your teeth. Yeah, I don't I don't drink so <sighs> anymore. Well, don't go crazy. No, I'm just kidding. I I just yeah, I drink a Coke, but I definitely do it just every once in a while. Coffee is my Coffee's addiction, my but I yeah, but I don't put sugar in it anymore, so that's good. That's nice. You but, don't put any sugar in it. So Sonic is about to release an double stuff Oreo ice cream cone. Oh gosh. And this cone Jeez. is like a chocolate cone. So it's like a chocolate cone. If it's made out of Oreos, the cone I would I would die, which I think it may be. There's a lot of Oreo news that I'm about to spin at you. Yeah, it's like a chocolate Oreo cone. Double stuffed Oreos in it. It looks it looks pretty magical. Every, I swear, every week they're coming out with a new Oreo flavor. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Also, and you're not an Oreo fan or you are? I am a huge Oreo fan. I, like, I prefer when it comes to the the um, fast food ice cream drinks, Dairy Queen and Culver's oh, yeah. all the way. Culver's 100%. is my ultimate favorite. So it's not a What do you get fine. at Dairy Queen? What's your classic Dairy Queen? So you have to understand, you've never had Culver's because, have you had Culver's? We talked about this last time. You have. There's a Culver's down the street from me, and you were so surprised. No, Culver's is better than Dairy Queen because their chocolate flavor is superior. Oh, it's it's out of this world. Um, it's better than Dairy Queen. So I get a chocolate, um, I get some Heath, and then I get fudge. <gasps> See, I get fudge and Oreos. Mm. Oh, we're so similar. And you know what? I think it's like I like the Heath. Um, crunch, but the I'm sure the Oreo adds some uh, texture too. That's really nice. So not surprising oh, that we have similar. I, I'm sure I would get your your order and be very happy as well. Oh yeah, I I think I could. Nah, I probably wouldn't be that happy with the heat bar, but I respect your choices and I respect <laughs> that you know we live in a free place where you can make those choices. So even oh, if you're gosh. wrong, now I want colors. Um, <laughs> so. How do you feel about airheads? They're fine. I used to like them more, but nah, they're all fine. I don't they're like fine. that they look like a big tongue. That's true. 
There's like always that line down the middle and it really looks like a tongue. Well, and it really gets your tongue too. Like you really come out with an absurd colored tongue, like purple, purple and green. Yeah. And kind of like grit, kind of like it ate away at some of your tongue too, just a little bit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was a weird mouthfeel, wasn't it? It is, but I I used to like them because I thought they lasted longer than other candy. Oh, and so I was like, okay. oh, it's kind of like gum, but candy. Like, it kind of lasts for a long time, and it's not You're just like... always wanting more bang for your buck, huh, Samantha? Yeah, I was. I was like, what's going to give me the longest bang for the buck? Like a Hershey bar, kind of, because I can segment it, um, but also an airhead because it, they're so solid. You can't bite it. You have to suck on it. Yeah, I mean, we would do the same thing with fruit roll-ups. We would, like, put it in a ball and put it in my... I would put it in a ball and put it in my mouth. Didn't you just, like, cover your fingers with it and just, like, suck on your fingers? Yeah, I did. That was disgusting. I did it, though. Yep. But you're like, I hate that you just brought that up, but, um, <laughs> all right? But honestly, it was really good. Like, I recommend, for those at home, try doing that with your fingers. Just put two of your fingers together, wrap the fruit roll-up around it. <laughs> It's awesome. I feel like we need to take pictures of ourselves doing it and putting it on Instagram. Well, because it's so it's so good because it's like, oh, I made my own popsicle. <laughs> I made my own popsicle, even though it's not ice at all. But no. I no, you made. So speaking of popsicles, Airheads are coming out with a popsicle, and it's in a push tube like push pops, mm. which no. Remember they had like a white mystery flavor? Yeah. And it was kind of like cherry, kind of like watermelony. Yeah, they're coming out with push pops of it. Not. Uh, n- n- no? Uh, I mean, it's okay. I'm not super excited about it. Um, I understand. And I'll move on. So, Oreo. Another Oreo magic is that they are coming out with it's called state fair cookies so it's kind of like a fried oreo so i guess it's gonna come in the freezer section wait hit the shelves in 2016 what the fuck why was this on the news why was this on current food news (laughs) samantha where have i been this would be like my favorite food right now it's kind of like a Vanilla crunchy cookie on top of an Oreo. It kind of tastes like fried Oreos. Are you not a fan of fried Oreos? I love fried Oreos. Uh, They're so uh, good. They're so good. How can you not be a fan? No, I know. And, like, I don't know why I haven't thought about just, like, making them myself. I have. It's super easy. Like, dangerously easy. Sam, what? Yeah, you just get get Oreos. tell me. You get okay. the Pillsbury Doughboy dough, so you don't get to make dough no. yourself. You wrap it, and then you just get hot oil. Um, so, like, canola oil, I think, gets Oh, my God, my good... mouth is open. I never Burn. thought about this. And you just dunk it in there, and it's super easy. And you just wait till they get, like, real, like, oh, my gosh. This is, like, way too much dirty talk for me right now. No, I know. I'm, like, so I have my mouth too. open. I don't I'm understand. So I think a little drip came out. No, you should definitely do it. Landon and I made a date out of it. We made a date out of it, and then we also made, like, a party out of it. We were like, come by and, like, bring shit, and we'll fry it. So, like, we fried Snickers, we fried Oreos, we fried everything. It was awesome. So, 
I, I would be like, you do that. Bring, yeah, I'd be like, bring stuff by and drop it off and then leave because I'm going <laughs> to eat all of it. And then don't talk to me. And then don't talk to me. Yeah, leave me alone while I sit here with my Oreos. Cold Stone? Do you like Cold Stone Creamery? No, it's too sweet. It's too sweet for me. Yeah, they're making a breakfast cereal? Nope. That's a lie. From their birthday cake remix flavor. Nope. Uh-huh. That is, like, such a problem. I fucking hate it when Oreo... I love Oreos, don't get me wrong, but I'm like, Oreo Oreo cereal? Like, a breakfast cereal? This is why America has such health problems. Oh, it is. Like, oh, we treat is. breakfast like it's another opportunity to just have dessert instead. Yeah. Well, what we used to drink, remember when they do commercials? Catherine was just saying this. Like, when they do commercials and it was, like, part of your balanced breakfast and then the rest of the balanced breakfast was, like, fruit and apple or, like, orange juice. And, then and like, like, and yogurt. No. Yeah, and these kids are going to crash an hour later. But I ate it. I ate Captain Crunch constantly because our parents just didn't know better. Yeah, and Captain Crunch tears the shit out of your mouth. Oh, really? Do you not remember what it made your mouth feel like? It didn't make my mouth feel bad. Oh. I feel like you're the one person in the world that it didn't tear up their mouth. <laughs> I feel like they're like little shards of glass in it. Ooh. So speaking of breakfast cereals, guess who else is making a breakfast cereal? Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> I'm sure that's already happened. Dippin' Dots. Ooh. Samantha, what is the world coming to? I can't, I can't, and I won't. <laughs> Who? So, so they're making Nickelodeon slime ketchup again. Oh. It's coming back. Green ketchup. Nope. I never was into that as a kid. I was like, no. Oh, no. I remember your I remember your experience where you were like, someone was doing an experiment, and you were like, no. Oh, yeah, they did a science experiment. I was like, no. I will not I ghosted. come. <laughs> but bye. I guess now it's like you know how CBD is legal everywhere. Yeah. Uh, from you know it's taken from marijuana, and people are starting to do like CBD lattes, which I feel like would be the best because it would like cut your anxiety from the coffee, but still give you that energy because CBD doesn't make you high, but it has all the medical benefits of it of you know weed. I'm down. I would like to try one of these bad boys. I would be down too, honestly. I mean, that sounds like it wouldn't be a bad thing to try. Especially no. in a latte form. Like, oh my gosh. On a Sunday yeah. afternoon, for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I drank I drank a latte this morning. And then, like, I don't understand my caffeine addiction. I drank a cup of coffee and then a latte and then fell directly asleep. What? I I mean, I do have a vitamin B deficiency where I don't produce any vitamin D or B or absorb it. So, I mean, and I took a vitamin B tablet. I don't understand. I don't understand. I just, my body loves to sleep. Like, it loves it. I understand that. I do. I get that for sure. Do you take naps or no? I don't take naps, but I am a fan of just, like, a good night's sleep. Mm-mm. I'm such a napper and it's always like I always I'm like no I'll wake up in an hour like tops 
tops. And I don't know why that is my thought every single time because it's never fucking happened. It has never happened. Unless I'm like, I only have an hour and I have to be somewhere. But if I don't have to be anywhere, I just keep setting alarms and keep setting alarms and it'll be five hours later and I'm like, what happened? And then I'll still get a perfect night's sleep. Oh, gee. I'm not like that. No, I know. I think everyone in my life knows, like, if my door's shut and it's between four and seven, it's it's no-go. Like, I'm in here and I'm passed out. You're like, I definitely asleep. Ten out of ten, for sure asleep. Ten out of ten. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I bet it is, though? I bet it's because you're dog walking. And so you're walking a ton and you're in the heat and you're outside, so your body's just tired. Yeah, let's go with that. No, I know I'm a hard worker, and I know it's like a physical job, but I'm definitely, in, yeah, I would be taking depression nap after depression nap if I was in a normal-ass job, not being out in the heat. So I guess it would happen either way, but one's better. One's just actual exhaustion opposed to depressed sleeping. Let's move on to our reality TV portion. So for so this me- month... We yeah, you talking... go, Sam. Yeah, Sorry. so for this month, we were talking about doing Pride stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit about different Pride television shows or LGBT plus two-spirit inclusive television shows. Um, let's start from the bottom and then work our way up. Allie, what's on the bottom? What's the bottom? What is the bottom? Yep. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. The show Tila Tequila. Yep. So I first saw Tila Tequila in high school. Um, for like one episode and I love trashy reality even in high school but I was like this is not good so I just didn't watch it from there we both rewatched a little bit of it um, for the purposes of this episode Allie what were your thoughts on Tila Tequila um you know how much I love garbage I love it I'm a garbage human I'll roll around in it but this is some of the most offensive shit I have ever felt like my eyes had taken part in and I was felt dirty and we only got like 25 minutes in and she is well first of all she's an anti-semite now and uh, a terrible terrible human being who went off the deep end and thought the Illuminati was after her Uh, there's videos of her posting actual stuff about saying that if something happens to me it was definitely the Illuminati and like She's just, she's a, she's a crazy bitch is what she is. And I'm sorry, but you don't get to like say offensive racist things and me have any sort of respect for you. Like you're going to be called a bitch. I hated every minute of it. So the setup was, she was like, first I'm going to have 16 straight guys come in and act like this is the show and these are the 16 guys and this is all they're competing against. And then I'm going to do the same thing with the lesbian side and pretend like I'm a full-blown lesbian and blah, 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 blah. She's like, and then I'm going to surprise them and tell them I'm bisexual, which this girl, I, ugh, she is the absolute worst like why why would you do that she she even makes the comment that she's like i'll finally see which gender i want to have i don't even think she said that she's like i'll finally see if i want to really be with a boy or really be with a girl and i was like that's not what bisexuality is you fucking stupid bitch 
And I, I don't know. I was just offended by all of it. I couldn't even, I couldn't even bear to no, watch it. It was super exploitive and super like male gaze and clearly was not meant to be inclusive of the LGBTQ community in any real or meaningful way. And it's no. shitty all around. It was bad. Um, and that's like the first like representation of reality TV that was LGBT, but it wasn't QIA. But it wasn't like actual representation. This girl is just actually crazy. Yeah, no, it was no good. It was no good. Let's go to the next tier for us, which was, what was it, Allie? Prince Charming? Finding Prince Charming, which, what are your thoughts about it? I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I mean, like, it's fine. It's just not as captivating as other television shows because I watched it maybe, like, two weeks, three weeks ago, and Mm. two weeks ago, probably, and it wasn't, I don't remember much from it. And so I think that's where the mark of good or not great television is that I don't remember a bunch from it. Like, I didn't dislike watching it. I felt satisfied afterwards, but I don't remember. It's like a meal. I don't remember much about that meal later. Right. Right. It didn't strike your fancy. Right. Yep. Uh, I understand that. And I I think it was just, are you watching The Bachelorette? I don't want, yeah, no. Okay. I thought you wanted that taste back in your mouth. I do, but I just forgot about it. And I do want the taste back in my mouth. I do. I do. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying you have my, like, permission is what I'm saying. Is it a good season? It's pretty good. I like her. I like Becca. Who is she? How did she come, come to be? Well, let me break it down for you. There is a race car driver named Ari who is the last bachelor. He yes. was a total dickhead. Whatever and happened to him? He picked her. Was like, I pick you. Let's get married. Oh, and then, and he then like dumped her, right? Two weeks later, it was like, um, so I was really in love with the other girl. <gasps> that was for television, and obviously. Go- oh, but it was, it was the most upsetting. Like this will make you not want to watch the show, but they like filmed the whole breakup. And, like, he bombarded her, and it was very upsetting. And me and Catherine fast-forwarded through most of it. I have a question. Did he um, Did he go tell the other – did they film him telling the other girl? Oh, yeah, and they're, like, in love and, like, ran away together. Oh, good lord. No, I hated every moment of it. And – but – Everyone's like so team Becca and wants her to find love because of all the shit that happened. So she's not she's she's actually a good girl. I really I really enjoy her. I mean, Catherine are very much enjoying the show. Good. And yeah. And but this was such an amazing break from that show. And everyone was like polite gaming competing. Yeah. And I watched uh, a few more episodes and then I skipped to the ending to see who he picked I don't know I didn't like the guy he picked so but that tends to be how it goes right that does tend to be how it goes I think people who go on that show generally don't pick the people that someone who wouldn't go on that show picks you know what I mean oh for sure like we saw this with fucking Jojo. Rachel and Jojo we were like who are these who people. are these people I don't know. Where, I don't know. Choices. Choices. But apparently, um, I think Rachel's still engaged to him. 
Yeah, they were actually on this season of, of The Bachelorette, but I don't know. I think body language says a lot about a couple, and they were kind of, like, cross-armed next to each other. I was like, ugh. And you're, like, on TV, like, promoting the fact that you're a couple, so I don't know. I give it I give it a while. I don't think they'll actually get married. I mean, Peter was the bomb. Peter... She needs to she needs to just go back and get Peter and Peter needs to be the next like bachelor. I don't think he's not understand why it was Ari. Because I don't think Peter wanted it. I think they would have him back in a heartbeat. That's probably you're you're probably really correct on that. Yeah, let's move up to top tier. I think our two tops are exactly the same, which are Queer Eye and RuPaul. Well, I actually have three. Oh. Queer Eye, love it. RuPaul, love it. And then Pose on FX. Pose is amazing. If you are interested in seeing the largest trans cast ever in television, watch Pose. Yeah. It follows the New York ballroom scene in the 1980s. Five trans women of color are played by five trans women of color, and they are incredible. It's so captivating, so good. Janet Mock was a writer, producer... Um, and director on it. It's produced by the same guy, Ryan Murphy, who did um, Scream Queens, American oh. Horror Story, Glee. You so. know I know Ryan Murphy. I know all of his work. <laughs> yeah, so it's amazing. I would recommend everyone go watch I it. I can't wait. That's incredible. I didn't know about it. I mean, it's not reality television, but I'm here for it. It's so good. It is so, so good. So I would recommend, if you were interested in that, to go see it, because it's incredible. Oh, I'm on it. That That is something I, I will report back. Have you been watching RuPaul this season? I have. Miss Cracker got eliminated. Um, How do you feel about Miss Cracker? She was my favorite. She was one of my favorites, too. And honestly, it kind of made sense. I mean, Eureka. I think it was Miss Cracker's time to go. She just wasn't delivering the way I thought she was going to in some of the other ways. And I think she talked about that a little bit. The reunion. Did you see the reunion? Oh, we just watched it yesterday. Oh, my gosh. What are your thoughts on the Vixen? The tea, the shade, the pink lemonade, the vixen. You know, I'm glad she stormed off. I'm glad she just went. Like I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not here for her. But I do think I saw a definite like good side of Asia, and that I didn't really see in the seasons of like. And I get what she was saying, and I get what Rue was saying. You know, like I'm definitely on side Rue, but. I think it showed a lot of compassion for Asia to say, like, none of us want to go help her, including me, which is, like, she was putting herself in the category, too. I felt like it was a good moment, and I I also just, I understand what Rue is saying, for sure. That's that's it. When you come from a place of, you're not going to change my mind, and you're not going to, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, like, then what are what are you doing here? You know, what do you, why are we even having this conversation? Yeah, I can see what the so. fiction. Is, I can see what the fiction is saying, especially as far as far as racism, and like we are correct. We're telling Vixen how to react, and we're not telling Eureka. Like your behavior was unacceptable. Like to purposefully go up to somebody who you know is vulnerable, and you know is is is, is hurting, and to poke them to the point where they're going to escalate it to look like that on national television. That's some pretty like manipulative shit, and I don't think Eureka no. got got told enough for that because i was like yes ultimately you have control of how you react but eureka went into that full-on knowing i'm gonna make vixen who is a black 
drag queen look like a, an angry black woman on this show no. and I'm going to come yeah. out for her. And I don't know if she had conscious racial undertones to that intention, but it's so you can't pretend like they aren't there when they're so clearly there. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I do respect the fact that she did really apologize. I felt like she did a pretty good job of, like, admitting that she was wrong, but you're totally right. Like, it's just not, it's not okay. I mean, do you, who do you want to win? I still kind of want Eureka to win. I think she probably deserves it, but Eureka's had a really, I mean, Eureka, this moment with Eureka, I thought she didn't get, I don't think in the reunion she got enough attention all the attention was on vixen what vix needs to do differently and i think right. that some of that was warranted but i think more of it should have been on eureka's negative and toxic intentions which were negative and toxic however that being said a big girl has never won rupaul's drag race and i am all for right. that happening eureka is an incredible drag queen um i also think aquarius pretty bomb too she's super young um but i've been really impressed with aquaria I have been, look, she's the one I want to hate. You know what I mean? Like, she is one of those ones that I'm like, I want to hate you, but fuck, you are one of the best drag queens I've ever seen in my entire life. And I do, I really, really, really do think she's grown. Like, I think that she's, like, gotten her head on a little bit more straight from this competition. But I don't think. You know her, her drag mom is, right? Who? Sharon Needles. Ugh. That's a fantastic pair, and of course it is. Yep. Like, I love me. I, you know how I feel about Sharon Needles. I had no idea. And that makes me, uh, that makes me, like, on her side a little bit more. And I do. Like, I think all around, like, performance and drag. The thing is with Aquaria, I don't feel like she makes a damn thing. And I feel like a lot of her outfits are just bought. And, like, I think she's done some creative things that – no one's done in drag that I've been like these are my favorite drag outfits like she's brought out my favorite drag outfits of all time so I'm like credit where credit's due oh Jesus it just kicked something over credit where credit's due but at the same time like you're young and you're carrying a title that means more than being a good drag queen on stage and I think Asia is like when she was like it's pride month and we let someone walk away I was like oh my gosh in that moment I was like she is such a responsible person like she is so ready to have the ground so honestly I have no I have no um like last time I really wanted it to either be Peppermint or Sasha um and Mm -hmm. it was Sasha and it came down to the two of them so I was like oh I'm happy wherever this goes I'm super happy with it I'm honestly like I feel like Rue is gonna make the best decision I will say another thing for Eureka that I am like uh it's a little more shady do you remember doing the makeover challenge and Eureka got to assign people um men to make over Mm -hmm. remember how she assigned there was one person of color specifically someone who is black and she assigned that person to eureka with the intention of making it harder for you eureka's a makeup artist i mean aquaria is a makeup artist so she gave you aquaria um the Mm -hmm. black man to make over saying i just wanted to make it harder for her because you you know this guy's a person of color so it'll be harder for for Aquaria to do makeup, and it's like, why would it be harder for Aquaria, who's a makeup artist, to do makeup on someone of a darker, deeper skin tone? Nah, yeah. So that made me. No, dig- you're right. There are some that things that made me feel weird. Like, where I was mm. like, why would you assume that because this person is of a different skin tone, that it's going to be harder to do makeup on? Yeah, them? yeah. No, it's so true. That's very true. And I didn't really think about it like that, but it's you're 100 percent right. 
Yeah, I mean, I just don't want Cameron Michaels to win, which she's not going to, so oh, it doesn't I, matter. I forgot about what Cameron. Is this, what is this tood that's come out of her? Um, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Cameron should have gone home when she lip sync against Ms. Cracker for the third time, but she's such a goddamn good lip singer that she didn't. She's amazing. Yeah, totally. So that's where I'm at. I definitely am with you, like, exactly with the winners. Like, it's kind of one of those things, like, I'll be happy kind of with whatever. As long as it's not Cameron Michaels. Oh, my God. Do you – every single fucking time when he even just pulls up the first baby picture, RuPaul, when he's yeah. like, what would you say? Like, what would you say to your, you know, your little – I lose my mind. I, I lose know. my mind. It's so much, like – to be yeah no it's a, it's it's a really deep question anyway i'm i just lose i lose it <laughs> every single time but yeah i think that's it i'm i'm we we recorded a long time samantha i had I a lot to say i know we, well, we haven't we haven't talked in a little bit so we had a lot to say yeah and and thank you listeners for staying with us we know it's been a big break and we do not plan to do that again We've just both had work and family stuff that in health stuff. It's just been one thing after another. And thank you for bearing with us. And we're going to try to be better <laughs> for you. Thank you. And we will see you guys next week. So thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of A Taste of Reality Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, um, SoundCloud at A Taste of Reality Podcast, and you can email us at a taste of reality podcast at yahoo.com. Ooh, Samantha, smooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye.